Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, we'd like to take a time out to thank our sponsor. Uh, as you know, our podcast is focused on helping entrepreneurs scale their business and also save time, be more effective and have a well-rounded life. Well, there's an amazing event coming up in February that's 24 hours of virtual learning. It's called Scale Fest. It's an event like no other. You're going to have 50,000 attendees. There's going to be inspirational tools, opportunities to connect, and it's for anybody looking to grow and scale their business. So a lot of entrepreneurs are going to be interested. There's going to be top speakers. And when I say top speakers, I mean top names in people that know how to scale their business interactive workshops, deep learning, countless opportunities to connect businesses with products, services, and people. And we are, the call right now is we're looking for exhibitors, speakers, and partners who want to benefit from this and join. Uh, And I'll put in my link uh, more detail in a video uh, from the chairman and CEO of ScaleFest. But if you're interested more, DM me on any of my social medias or look in my link on any social medias. You can find out more details. But those uh, ScaleFest will be our sponsor for the next several months leading up to this amazing event. I hope that you'll participate and be part of it. Okay, welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I'm Rick Hyland. Thanks for listening today. Today, I want to talk to entrepreneurs and very busy people about time management and energy management. Um, there is so much for entrepreneurs who are trying to scale or anybody that's trying to accomplish big things in their life. Uh, that time and energy management is so critical, or maybe I could even call it priority management. So I want to talk about five potential solutions that are working for busy entrepreneurs to scale, that are trying to scale. We know that many of them are trying to live a balanced life and do well at both growing their business and their family and other interests and needs. So here's my five solutions, five ideas uh, to help you Uh, live a happy, productive, and successful life? Because that's the goal, right? Not just to crush your small business, but also to live a happy, successful, well-rounded life and taking care of all your roles and goals in your life. So these are the five ideas. Number one, self-care, not a real big surprise, but I still run into entrepreneurs that say, well, I'm just going to, you know, abuse myself. They don't say those words, but uh, in my body and uh, work is, you know, 80 hours a week to get this business stood up. And, you know, one of my coaching always is let's learn to work smarter, not harder. Everybody can hustle. That's not going to be the differentiating factor. We need to look look to work smart. And these five ideas are about working smart, particularly the self-care idea. There is lots of research today, although it's hard for some people to buy into it, that if you are taking care of yourself spiritually, emotionally, and physically, and building a strong foundation that you can survive and thrive through the different trials, tribulations, struggles, difficulties of life. And um, people, some people think it's selfish to have self-care. But I promise you, if you develop habits, particularly in the morning, to build your base foundation, your habits of you know, some kind of spiritual, emotional renewal, some kind of physical renewal and exercise, for example, and you will be sharper, more focused, more able to deal with the stress. Uh, and notice I just didn't say physical. You have to do some emotional and spiritual work as well. 
in order to build this foundation to handle uh, some of the things that are coming at you as you try to scale and be this happy, rich, successful person. Um, number two idea is just the idea of planning and prioritization. Um, some of you have heard me talk about the study that I did of 1,500 people in uh, Australia, UK, uh, Canada, and the US, and, uh, and basically correlated was finding out what are the habits of the most happy and successful people. And the happiest people highlighted three habits. Exercise, we've already talked about the importance of that one. Uh, daily planning and giving and serving. Isn't that interesting? Daily planning, exercise, and having a purpose that is about serving and caring for somebody else other than yourself. Those were the three habits of the happiest people. And so what I'm talking about here is the importance of putting together a daily plan and not just a task list of 25 things in your computer or your book, but then prioritizing it. Many of you know that I have two planners on Amazon right now. One is just a live your best life planner, but then the second one I modified to be your, be your best sales planner and is dedicated to entrepreneurs and salespeople trying to scale. But in that, uh, there is the weekly planning, the daily planning, and then the bottom right-hand box on every daily planning is the prioritization. So don't get your um, satisfaction off of getting your whole to-do list done. Get your satisfaction off. Switch your paradigm to the priorities. You got the priorities done. And you should never have more than maybe five. Max I've ever had is nine priorities for the day. And so that when you get interruptions from people, from clients and, and needs that you weren't planning on, you're flexible. You'll move to those. But you keep your eye when you have some white space, when you hit on the five priorities of the day. And that's what you're wanting to accomplish. I actually track every day. Yesterday was seven out of nine priorities. Day before that was five out of five priorities. That's the metric that I want you to switch your brain to, not just did I get all 25 things done? Because that could be very frustrating uh, because you will have higher needs pop in that you didn't plan for. So the importance of daily planning, daily prioritization, and really focusing on the priorities. Don't, don't worry that you missed seven things on your to-do list. Did you get the priority, the most important things done? And maybe some of them are non-urgent too. Did you get those kind of developmental things done? So really important to prioritize versus just task list. And then number three idea is the idea, and that's also the left-hand page of every day on my planners, both the sales planner and the live your best life planner, is what did you learn and what are you grateful for? Gratitude for an entrepreneur is so critical because there's so many problems, so many things to focus on that are bad or need improved, but keep your brain focused on what's going right. Remember that there was three amazing things yesterday, even if you haven't hit your goals yet. Uh, and then what did you learn? Man, if I could add a magic wish for every entrepreneur trying to scale is that they'd spend a quiet moment every day, either morning or night, figuring out what did I learn today and how can I be better? How can I improve the business? How can I be better? Um, that can spurn tremendous continuous improvement uh, in your business and in your life. So I really encourage you to focus on gratitude. There's tons of health benefits. Uh, to that. And also, what did I learn every day? And I promise you, you know, somebody's asked me, what's the number one skill of a rainmaker? I would say curiosity. I would say willing to learn, willing to improve. Um, even the very best at their craft uh, learn and they learn every day and they get better every day. They're not, they didn't wake up as magic man or amazing. Uh, they built the skills through practice, through learning, through self-awareness, through renewal, et cetera, et cetera. So 
That was number three. Number four is the importance of delegation. And this is hard for some people. I can do it better. Right? Have you ever said that to yourself? I can do this best. I need to do it. You need to figure out how to trust and verify. The other roadblock stopping from people from delegating is, well, it also it costs money and I'm bootstrapping this thing. So my coaching to you is stay in your zone of genius. Delegate everything else. Whether you're a leader in a congregation, in a, in a philanthropy, a 501c, in a business that's trying to scale, stay in your zone of genius, delegate everything else to your staff. Or if you don't have staff, to contractors. Upwork, guru.com, have amazing, low expensive resources for you to contract for a virtual, set, uh, virtual assistant, appointment setter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, there's no excuse. You have to, at some point, you have to be willing to invest, to grow, to stay in your zone of genius, to focus on growing your business versus all the admin stuff that gets stuck into. So um, delegating is really important. The idea of trust and verify, for some entrepreneurs that say, I can do it best, um, that's a real trap. Then you're the bottleneck of the business. So that leads me to suggestion number five, and that is to set up, and I'm actually doing a CEO masterclass on this very topic and having some experts to help me on this on February 6th. You'll see that all over my social media. If you're a CEO or COO or president, you might be interested in that. But how do we set up a performance management system so that I can delegate and trust and verify through solid, meaningful KPIs? How do I get my employees to report back to me their lagging and leading indicators, their highlights, their action plans for next month? I call it a sales one-pager or a KPI one-pager so that um, I can clearly see how well they're doing. I get once a month, I, I force them and me to stand up and present my KPIs and my action plans to get feedback and direction. It actually, you'll spend less time than in meetings, less time in coaching. If you get these KPIs crystal clear with baseline, average, target, trend. Some of you heard me talk about, make sure your KPIs are BAT, baseline, average, target, trend. So there's a clear performance picture so that no one is confused on whether we're winning or losing or meeting target or not. And so it's very critical to set up your KPIs that way. And if you set up a very good performance management system, you will love delegation You because it's so crystal clear on how well they're doing and what coaching they need. And it's going to take less meeting time, less coaching time from you. Not that you don't have to do some follow-up one-on-one coaching, but it will take, it will be the major initiative that creates focus, accountability, and engagement and, and recognition in your event if you have a very good performance management once a month. So a lot of people have gone to CRMs, problem with those. And I love automation, don't get me wrong, but you got to make sure you're tracking the right KPIs, the right leading KPIs that help you accomplish your goals. And you have to make sure that you use it. So many CRMs are just the rep or the person can see it without any public visibility and accountability to it. And that's what a good performance management, a good business review does. So anyhow, those are the five ideas for you today. Very busy entrepreneurs trying to scale or executives or busy people at home, whatever. When you're trying to accomplish all your roles and goals, you have to be able to think about these five things so that you can manage your time and energy to maximum effectiveness so you can accomplish your roles and goals. Hopefully this podcast is useful and helpful to you. If you need any more help, you know how to find me on social media. You know how to find me. You can DM me. My Gmail is Rick Highland, spelled H-E-Y-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. 
If you have any questions about what we covered today or any comments or need any more support. Anyhow, uh, all my best, best of success for you. Until next time, continuous improvement for life. <laughs>